and welcome back to the Infinite Talks podcast. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, depending on where you are in this present moment. Right now, I have a special, special guest that I've been trying to coordinate and get him on the podcast because he's a very busy man and I understand that he has a lot of fame going his way. <laughs> this guy is very busy right now on TikTok. This guy is Mr. Nico Mitchell. He's, uh, he, this guy, when I first saw, ran into one of his TikToks, I was like, first of all, like the voice. This guy has a voice that's super amazing. But then his thought pattern is what really caught my attention. I was like, dude, this guy is talking about a lot of things that I'm resonating with. So I was like, I reached out to him and Mr. Nico Mitchell was like, man, just hit me up and we'll do it. And it's been a few weeks of, you know, coordinating here and there and we've been busy. But finally today on 3-7-2023, Mr. Nico Mitchell is here in the vicinity of the Infinite Talks podcast. Mr. Nico Mitchell, how you doing? I'm doing really well here, Cal. How are you? The crowd's going crazy, bro. We have a live audience. <laughs> give it up, give it up, give it up. Man, Mr. Nico, thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for being a guest at the Infinite Talks podcast. This podcast is about sharing positive stories, sharing love, sharing the frequency of peace, love, harmony, abundance, you know, awareness, intelligence. And you carry a lot of those traits, brother. And I want to thank you so much for being on today. I know I've been mentioning it in my previous episodes, like Nico Mitchell is going to be on. And finally, it's manifested. Absolutely. Well, and thank you so much, brother. How are you doing? I, you know, I had a I had a wonderful day, and I was doing a live stream earlier. Uh, it seems as though that TikTok, at some points, doesn't like when you're expressing certain views or you're talking about certain topics. My live stream was taken down by someone who came into my live, and they wanted to be a troll. They had a SpongeBob picture, so I thought you know it was pretty innocent, but obviously it wasn't. So they actually had reported me and TikTok told me as to why it was and it was really out there um in fact i'll tell you on the podcast so they had um they had a spongebob picture up and i i got up i was dancing and i said back it up you know like back it up like you're dancing and then they took my live down and then they told me that i had committed minor sexual exploitation so i said to myself what Absolutely. That is insane, crazy. bro. Wow, yeah. that's that's pretty far out crazy because you see a lot of stuff that's way over that, you know, like and it's and they let it let it slide and you wonder like what is going on. I think if you start thinking like what it's the reason they're probably, you know, cutting off your stream is because you're probably talking about something that's very powerful. And sometimes we touch on certain subjects that are like, hey, we don't want people to be awake anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll find any little reason to shut you down. Doesn't make it. What do you think about that? But it is what it is. Man, that sucks, bro. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. At the end of the day, um, we, we need to uh, connect with the people that want to connect with us. And we'll find ways. And I know we're going to talk about a little bit later how you're working on uh, other you know avenues of expression. By And first of all, 
one of the main traits that you you have on your TikTok is that you're an interviewer, right? And right now you're the interviewee, or you might be interviewing me. I don't know. You're a great, you're a great interviewer. I already seen like the way you interact with people. But I think one of the ways that you broke out, and I was like, this guy's got Joey Diaz. Yeah. Joey Diaz to get interviewed by you, bro. I don't know. How did you pull that off? But can you tell us a story on how that all, like, you know, happened and manifested? Because it's a pretty interesting story. I heard the whole interview, and I was like, wow, Joey Diaz, bro. I love Joey Diaz. He's a hilarious character, and he had a great, interesting story about himself, so. If you want to talk about that a little bit. Uh, yeah, Joey Diaz is a really good character. Uh, he's a very kind-hearted guy. I just decided one day, because I was listening to Joe Rogan, and I was listening to him on the on the, the podcast, I said, I want to talk to this guy. So I just decided one day that I was going to, to contact him, and I told him that I wanted to interview him, and he was reluctant to uh, take up the interview with me. And... Uh, you know, we talked about certain things, and I, I thought it was very kind of him to be able to get back to me the way he did. But the way that I usually go about these things, about interviewing people, I just uh, will try to to get these interviews the best way as possible as I can. So, you know, there's Joey Diaz. I was able to interview uh, the one guy who ran for governor for the state of New York. I sat down. I went to his office and sat down and interviewed him. Uh I've interviewed, you can look at my page as well. I've interviewed the Attorney General of New York. I've interviewed um, certain people within Los Angeles now. I work with a publicist out of L.A. And she's able to get me some of these people uh, for interviews. And I'm very obliged that she did this for me. Uh, but I, um, I'm trying to, there's a, there's a guy that I'm trying to get interviewed now because he's going to be in town on the 9th. His name is Michael Knowles, and he is a, a writer for the Daily Wire, and uh, he's very controversial. He said something that a lot of people would be very shocked about, and I don't hold any any certain political viewpoint or uh, ideology about it, uh, but I thought it would be interesting just to be able to put it up there and, and let people be able to see. So if you get a chance, look up Michael Knowles. Uh, his statements will be uh, on the forefront of Google or wherever you're trying to search it at. And uh, very interesting guy. That's amazing, man. Like, so you, you're coming into contact with like some higher ups, right? Like, and really going out there and, and is that the way you got Joey Diaz through your publicist or was that like a straight shot from you to the, to Joey Diaz? That was straight from me. It's, you know what? It, okay. So now yeah, it seems as though the, the people who are really up there, I don't know. I was able to connect with them pretty simultaneously so i'm blessed for that you know wow the doors just open for you like you you felt it in your heart that you wanted to do this i mean i'm pretty sure it's a passion of yours right to to use your voice in like in a interview way but also to express your thoughts and i think you're using both of those talents and you're getting a good response man i i, I see the people that are in your lives and I'm listening to the way they're interacting with you and you can feel the love, bro. And yeah, obviously there's going to be a troll here or there because there's always trolls everywhere, but I think you handle that pretty well. And at the end of the day, man, like you're sending a positive message, you know, and, and these people are feeling that energy, man. I'm feeling the energy when I go on your lives, like, man, Nico's being the truth, right? All the time, man. Like 
you just hit different angles and you you're very present and a lot of the thoughts you talk about like resonate with the, the folks like with me and another other people that are just listening and we're like man this this does make sense you know like a lot of the views that you see and your and your and your through your islands you know like you're able to process thoughts that a lot of us might be thinking but we never express them yeah so, absolutely and i i wanted to be able to have an outlet for people to to uh come together and i i try to express certain ideas that i know so many people are going through they feel it every day and i want them to know that they're not alone because there's so many people now who feel lonely they feel as though they have nowhere to go or anyone to talk to and i want them to know that there's people out there who do think like them and i want to be able to be a voice for them at the end of the day for real man and um one of the things you said the other day on one of your TikToks, and I just about to share it earlier, is that you're starting to notice that there's a lot of people that are mad for no reason, you know, driving fast for no reason. And I'm going to get into that real quick and I'm going to let you know what happened to me yesterday. People that are like, just not, they're not present and they're dealing with a lot of emotions. And you can tell because of their behavior is because they're not there. And when they're there, they're explosive and they're not being, uh, I guess, compassionate of what's going on, you know. So earlier yesterday, when I saw that video, I was like, dude, that just happened to me. I, I was on the way to work, 8 o'clock in the morning, early, you know, taking my drive, taking my time. And I pull up to a stop. It's a two-way stop. And at that point, I see a car coming from the other side and... It doesn't, it fails to stop and it turns left. And like, and I was like just watching that car turn left. And then all of a sudden it was going to get hit because it didn't stop. So an uncommon traffic, they were going to hit her. It was a young lady. So she swerves all the way to my side and then just slams into my car. Oh, boy. I just, I saw everything happen in slow motion, but it was so fast, but in slow motion. Like I saw her like just swerving all the way to me. And I was like, I cannot do anything at this point. Like I'm just a sitting duck. And I embraced her impact. She got off the car and I was like, kind of like, uh, you know, lost, you know, for a few seconds. I was like, what? Trying to regroup and gather my thoughts. She gets out of the car. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I was like, kind of like in shock mode, you know. And I get off and I'm like, hey, it's okay. Like, I'm okay. Like, it's just the car is messed up. Your car is messed up. But you're okay. I'm okay. And um, <clears throat> her dad showed up because they live a block away and. You know, we were just talking, but uh, I was telling Robert, a friend of mine, I was like, dude, if I was another person, I probably would have, like, lashed out at her. You know, like, what the hell is your problem? You know, like, you're you're stupid. You know, would have been, like, calling her out and, like, making it worse instead of, like, hey, you just be present. You're in a situation that, you know, you could have gotten, gotten hurt. It's material stuff. It comes and goes. But, you know, our lives is what matters. We're both healthy. We're both okay. And I just thought, like, at that point, she was not there. You know what I mean? When she was running the stop line, I mean, stop sign and all that craziness happened. But I see that so often, bro. Every, I just went out of town a couple of days ago, and I saw the same thing happen everywhere I went. And it's like, you you made a point. Like, there's, are you starting to see this more often? And I guess, like, if you point it out, then you, you put a magnifying glass on all those situations. And they start arriving, you know, like, happening towards you or for you or around you. 
So, <clears throat> so you you've been noticing that, like you notice those type of things, as you're like in your daily routine. Absolutely, it, it, it happened earlier today. You know, I was driving on the highway, Over. and there was a Mercedes. She was in the uh, she was in the middle lane. And I don't know why she was doing this. She got all the way over to the right lane. And that wasn't even a lane. It was cutting out. So as soon as she got all the way over, now she's driving in the dirt. And her car is starting to lose traction. Now she comes and swerves all the way yeah. back over to the left lane. And I'm like, what is wrong with, what's wrong with people? Uh, and I also, I also believe it's a domino effect. So you're seeing more and more people driving erratically. So you have more people who feel as though they have to drive that way to be able to, to keep up with traffic or they may feel angry because someone either cut them off or something else is happening within the traffic dilemma. So there's so many variables about it. But, um, I, you know, as long as we're bringing awareness to it, you know, I think as long as that is happening, more people will know that they need to slow down. They need to change their behavior, check themselves. So that way we don't see this type of behavior go on and on and on. For real, man. For real, because it's like the domino effect you just said. Um, you're trying to catch up, so you're going to drive the same way. When I, li I used to live in Houston, Texas, and I'm from Laredo, Texas, a small city, you know, about 250,000 people. So when I moved to Houston... Everybody over there drove like 85, 80, 85 on a 70, 75. Like they were driving super fast, like <laughs> passing me and all this stuff. And I was like the, the slow poke, you know, like trying to adjust to the, to the, you know, the frequency over there. And then over the year, like over, like maybe like a couple of months, because I, I lived there for a year, maybe like six months later, I was driving the same way. <laughs> Just passing, you know, people and left and right. Like it, it looked... It was faster, but it looked slower, I guess, for me. So I guess in, in a, now years later, you're trying to slow down because you know it's just you're you're going to the higher chance. It's the higher chance you're going to be in an accident because you're driving crazy like that. You know, and I'm 44 and I drive slow and I watch my I do my three three second stops and and I see all these young guns, man, like they don't care, bro. Boom, boom, boom. They're going crazy. Oh, no. And um so yeah, dude. I mean, that's that's good that you're able to see that, and like that's what I'm talking about, man. So, and when you're talking to these like governors and like people running for office and stuff like that, how do you how do you feel talking about these type of things, or do you go into like their realm and try to ex extract information about what they're going? I through? try to stay within their realm um, because okay. a lot of people either especially when they don't either if they don't know who you are or you just you walk up to them and yeah. you're trying to get something out of them uh you have to be careful as to how you go about it because uh at the end of the day as an interviewer um i want to make sure that they feel comfortable enough where they're able to give me the information that i'm looking for so you know if i walk up to a certain person like the attorney general um you know, I asked her kindly. She brought me back uh, with her entourage. And uh, wow. I'm sitting there with her entourage. And then I figured out, you know, I would ask certain questions because I just sat through her uh, her entire meeting, which was involving health care, mental health care for the state of New York. 
So I wanted to find out what her next steps were going to be, but she didn't really want to give me an answer. If you, you know, if you view that video, there was really no answer to it. Uh, Very so, vague. you know, political answers, stuff, you know, like that, but you know, you just have to go after it and keep going after it until you do get an answer for what you're looking for. Yeah. And it must be kind of, um, like you need to prepare, you know what I'm saying? Like to be actually in, in that type of circle and be able to like, you know, get that information and, and be confident about asking those questions. I'm pretty sure it's not easy. Right. I mean, I'm pretty, you have to prepare and like go in there, like confident, you know, uh, do your research, do your reading so that when you get there, you're prepared and all that stuff. And that, that must be pretty intense, man, being in there. And like, how many, uh, wh how long have you been doing this? Like the interviews? And I've stuff? been, I would say around 2016. Wow. So like seven years. And then throughout this time, you've just been interviewing tons of people. I mean, how many people have been, been interviewing? Uh, boy. It's been, it hasn't been a ton, but like I started off doing a lot of political people. And I was, I would sneak into oh, okay. to headquarters or I would go to a rally or something like that. So I covered Donald Trump. I covered Ted Cruz. I covered, uh, who else did I meet? There was Bernie Sanders. I remember I did, I covered Bernie Sanders. I snuck into his rally. And I sat amongst uh, wow. the handicapped. I sat, I sat amongst the handicapped people, and uh, <laughs> uh, he was he was pretty cool. But um, Ted Cruz wears a lot of makeup. I wasn't expecting that at the time. Yeah, so really? there's a, they they had cameras and everything. Yeah, and he what? had a secret service around him at the time too. But yeah, he he wears a lot of uh, facial makeup. I didn't realize that, but. Um, yeah, so many different uh, people I was able to meet. and I believe not only is it fun to be able to, to meet them and interview them, but just being along the journey and having fun doing it is also the, the up point of it. So after I, you know, after I was interviewing those types of people, um, I started trying to get people, you know, more and more like Joey Diaz. I just decided that I wanted to interview him. So he was reluctant to get back to me. And he gave me a very good interview. I was very proud of that. Um, but I didn't know. At the same yeah. time, I really didn't have a platform or a space to be able to utilize, to be able to, to put my work out on. So I decided one day just to make a simple TikTok video uh, regarding the storm that was coming in. And when I had posted that initially, mm -hmm. I got 8,000 views on it. And I'm like, wait a second. I said, this could be a really good platform to use to be able to put my work out and be able to talk about issues because that's what I really feel in my heart as a passion to do. So then I just said to myself, okay, I'm just going to start posting videos up on here. And it worked itself out, you know, and at the same time, I put God at the forefront of everything that I do. A hundred percent. Me too, brother. And I, it's weird because I saw one of your first videos like earlier this year, 2023. And there's like, I think, this, is this when you started your I started. Your I started my TikTok at the end of December. Yeah. yeah. So I remember it was like early January for me when I saw your first video. 
And I went back. I was like, dude, this guy wasn't even on like in 2022. Like mostly 2022, you were not even on. And I saw that when I first uh, followed you, you had about, I think, 10,000 people or less. I think now you're like at 40s or something like that. Yeah. Or lo- like 30s. I don't know. I said, like When I started my TikTok account, how many, I how had many? 38 people, I yeah. believe, 38 followers I started off with. And then it started going and going up and up. And I said, wow, this is amazing. And um, I'm proud of it, you know. And I, I, exactly. the thing is, is I know it's, go- it's, conti- it's continually growing and growing and growing. And uh, the sky really is the limit. And um, now I'm trying to branch out on other platforms now. Uh, so there are other components to this. And soon enough, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have uh, a YouTube. Well, I do have a YouTube now, but there's nothing up on it. Uh, but I will have YouTube videos that will be posted shortly soon enough. That's awesome, brother. And I think you mentioned the podcast at one point and I was like, that's going to be interesting because I love, you're already doing interviews. So if you, you know, start doing podcasting and start spreading, you know, episodes where you can share ideas within your mind frame, you know, and people that are uh, resonating with you, you can probably have a great audience as well, you know, because you already have the audience and people love like when you're talking, they love your voice. They love your, your thought process, you know, your ideas, you know, your humble heart. So all of these things, brother, uh, I mean, what do you see yourself? I mean, I, you said something about a podcast, but is that something in the Yeah, it, it certainly is. I, I actually met a guy uh, through TikTok uh, that was, he said to me that he would like to work as my video editor for any videos that I'm going to be putting out. So I said, okay, man. And he showed me his work and his work is very, very good. So I said, okay, I'll, you know, I'll work with you. And, uh, so now I'm, I'm going to be, I have to still figure out the, the details as to what I'm doing with the YouTube, but that will be rolling out later on. Certainly. That's amazing, brother, because it's like, you're in the same, um, within the same scope of what you like to do, right? Interviews. You can probably see yourself doing videos like the way you're putting on TikTok. I think I was looking through your, all your videos and like, there's several of them that have hundreds of thousands of views. And then there's like several that have millions of views. That's pretty insane, right? Like you go from like, I didn't have, I had 38 people now I have millions of views. And like, it's a matter a couple of months, maybe like three months. How do you feel about that? Uh, proud. Um, but at the same time, uh, I would say, know your place. I don't want to, I'm not the type of person to take something and run with it. So I'm very grateful that, you know, I'm allowed to be where I am now. And I just want to be able to to be able to help people at the end of the day, lend my hand out when it's needed. Because um, a lot of people, when they, they garner up an audience or they garner up a certain level of power, uh, they abuse it. And I certainly thought about that, and I don't want to be that type of person, you know. So I said to myself, I, you know, I want to be able to keep a positive platform. I want to keep a positive note for people. And if they, you know, if they need anything, I'm here for you. I don't look as, you know... When I was talking to Joey Diaz, he said that he doesn't look at his fans as being um, or his his fans as being fans, but he looks at them as family. 
And so that's what I, I look at them as right. family, really. And I don't I don't want to say anything less about them, because at the end of the day, without them, none of this is anything. You know, it's really about those who are the viewers, those who are listening. And I'm eternally grateful for them. And I'm blessed that they're a part of this journey with me. Absolutely. That's beautiful, bro. Beautiful. It's so the Joy Diaz interview, right? Like, it's just so, like, when you listen to the story, man, it's just amazing. I was like, wow, I can't believe that. You pulled that off, man. That was amazing. Yeah, because we all strive, like, to do interviews like that, you know? And But up to me, what I was trying to do, like, and this is why I invited you and invited other guests, if you look at my episodes, I was like, I want people to that, that are sharing almost the same mind process, the mind, like the, the same thought process, and like to be able to see that hey, there's there's this wave of love out there that you need to identify and find, and there's there's people out there that do think the same, and that is that fan base or the family base. I want to reach out to those folks and be like, hey, bro, we're all here, like to you know get our gets get our uh, best version out there, you know. I think a lot of us get stuck and we stay st uh, stuck in that little cycle of like life and we forget about the little things that we need to do, you know, like prayer, meditation, you know, uh, you know, be present. And that's one thing that I saw on your page. I'm like, man, Nico's hitting all these angles that I've been talking about. And I was like, I need to get him on because I saw this video of yours where you're in, in the like nature and you're talking about how you need to be in nature. And that's something I do frequently. I go to the park and I'm just like, and there's a, a part where I run and it's just trees. There's a little stream, you know, there's birds, there's wildlife. And that's my piece, man. I'm like doing my mantras, praying and running at the same time. And I'm in, enjoying the weather, you know, enjoying all this, the nature, the environment. And it just puts you in a different place, man. It really like you connect with the, with the earth, man. You connect with the frequency of just like peace, you know? And, um, when I saw you do that, I was like, man, I'm asking Nico, like, what do you think about that? Because I saw you that you were in nature. And do you do that on a consistent basis? Or is that something you, you, you strive for to do as much as you can? But maybe because of your busy schedule, it, you try to, you know, I don't know. I strive to do it those. as much as possible, but it's been impeding to do because of the weather. So as soon as it gets, yeah, as soon as it gets better, oh, yeah, yeah. then I'm going to be out there <laughs> a lot more. And I want to be able to do lives out there maybe do some more videos. Um, but yeah, as soon as the weather gets better, man, I'm going to be out there in, in the nature. Um, it also getting back to your point when you're talking about uh, finding the right people for the longest time, I didn't have that. Yeah. And I would be hanging out with no. people because I wanted to have a sense of belonging. It did matter really as to who they were what their their morals were what they were thinking and i was just i would just run with it and at the end of the day it was really detrimental to me because i would have to go all, through all these trials and so i don't look at it as a negative you know i thought about it negatively before but it it, it built me up as to who i am um so that's why they say that some people are in your life for a season you know they're there temporarily to be able to help you get along to the next path that you're going down, but they're not always there to be through the entire journey with you. So I'm very happy that I was able to find like-minded people through this platform 
And I was saying to myself, man, it's such a blessing now that I have people who are actually thinking the way that I do. Because I had people for so long that never thought like me, maybe thought that I was crazy. They would be dismissive of what I was saying. And, you know, at a certain point, you're like, you know, I know internally within myself that I, I have a lot, a lot more value than what they're relishing. And so I said to myself, you know, God really appointed me in a way that allowed me not only to express myself and what I've been wanting to do, but at the same time, allowing the people that I have been praying for to come along and be a part of the journey. Bro, you need a clap. I'm going to keep the clap. Clap, clap, clap. Bro, I need to link you up with uh, my homie, Jump Out LO. He's from Patterson, New Jersey. I don't know if you're familiar with that area, but it's close to, I don't know, maybe your area, your region. of. Uh, you're in Buffalo, yeah, New York. I, 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 correct, I'm right? going back down to the city soon. But I know where uh, where Patterson is. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's close by. It's close by. The so, yeah, so so one of these days, Jump Out of Low, he was in my ep- one of my fr- first episodes this year. Uh, and you, he said something that resonates with what you just said. He said, for the longest time, I was trying to find my tribe. For the longest time, I was hanging out with the wrong people. He's an aspiring uh, musician, hip-hop artist, but now he's more like a thought leader in the mental health space, you know, and, like, he's really owning it down on, you know, being transparent and being vocal about your emotions and being, like, being able to, you know, have a support system and also do the work within yourself to heal yourself from mental health problems. And he's speaking from the... I was telling him today, man, like he's in the trenches. He's fighting that war constantly because in his community, there's a lot of violence. There's a lot of death. A lot of his friends have passed away. His friend just died last week and rest in peace to his friend. His friend was a community partner with him in the mental health space. One of the thought leaders that he was like, you know, teaming up with to spread this message. And he was uh, murdered by cops this past week well not murder I, I don't need you know i don't want to exactly say what happened but i know that there was a situation where maybe his friend was having a mental breakdown and the cops didn't know how to handle that situation and it got out of hand and they used you know deadly force and mr jump out at low which is his name is luis luis was telling me man like man i was devastated you know i was i didn't know how to handle that and i was like but Thank God I have a support system right now. Like, I have people like, you know, us, me, Robert, I just mentioned um, uh, his close friends, you know, that he can talk to about situations that he's feeling and not, like, internalize it and have a great depression, you know. And so when he's talking about that he found this tribe and, and now people are actually listening to what he's saying and now he doesn't sound like he's crazy, like everything you just said, man. Like we are almost in the, in different parts of the world, we're starting to figure out things that are, you know, before we couldn't see these traps. These traps were all over the place, from the music we would listen to, to the movies we would watch, to the commercials that were on TV, 
to all of these subliminal messages that were creating this environment for us internally and externally. And we're usually falling into these traps. And now that we can step back and be like, dude, I can put a magnifying glass on all these structures that have been created for us as a, another way to have a downfall. And now I can actually navigate throughout that and bring other, others along. But sometimes people don't want to walk that path like, nah, man, I'm good. Or like, nah, you know, they have that egotistic view like, nah, man, I'm good. But I noticed that you have that tribe now that, that you know, the family, the fans. And you're starting to, like, gain more traction, brother. And I feel like a lot of us are, are having that, that same wave. And I was, I was telling uh, Jump Out, you know, I call him Jump Out. That is like for the longest time, man, I was waiting in the shore, throwing, uh, making waves and throwing messages. You know how they throw bottle yeah. messages in the in the water, you know, and it, nothing ever came back. You know, like for many years, I was like, man, nothing ever came back. And I feel like in 2023, it, everything just started coming back to me like, oh, man, look, here you go. There's a message for you, brother. Hey, boom. This guy has a message, too. Well, like we're all like we're all getting these messages. We're sitting by the shore now. We're actually getting that that patience, you know, that uh, those waves that you send out. They're eventually going to come back. So I feel like in your in your state right now, you're con you're creating this content that is uh very impactful. You've done interviews with like I think you were at a shooting one day. I think one of your second third yeah. videos, and you were asking this guy about yeah, the I went down shooting there room. and. Uh covered the, the tops massacre that happened last year and um man i was down there with all the reporters from cbs news nbc abc cnn msnbc the list goes on and i'm down there with them and covering this event but i you know i have a lot of footage i have a lot of footage that i've never released um but it's usually it was just you know footage of the the grocery store people on the sidewalk and that's why uh, I also had made a video when it was time for the killer's sentencing. I had a B-roll that I just decided to upload and let people know as to what was going on. And so, um, yeah, that was that was a huge, a huge event uh, that not only was a part of Buffalo, but it was a part of the entire state of New York. Uh, so uh, I believe that the uh, the mayor's actually had gotten together and were discussing about how they were able to come up with reforms and stuff of that nature. But yeah, the, uh, the guy, he went, went down to the supermarket, targeted that location specifically because it was an all black neighborhood. Actually, to be honest with you, that neighborhood has the highest percentage of black people in the entire state of New York. So he targeted that area for a specific Whoa. reason. I downloaded his manifesto to read what he wrote, everything. Um, so, yeah, went down there and decided I'm going to get uh, the eyewitness and interview him. Um, and he told me some certain things that never was publicized on mainstream media, on the uh, news that you see every night. And I said to myself, wow, this is amazing. And this is this is one of the, the aspects of my TikTok that I like to do as well, and I'm going to be utilizing this a lot more, is that I'm going to be covering uh, newsworthy events in real time. I'm going to be able to show people raw footage 
that they're not seeing, you know, on the news. Sometimes you may see, you know, people do this on YouTube or whatnot. And I want to be able to bring it to TikTok. Yeah. When you interview that guy, the gentleman, the African-American male, um, he said some interesting things about the guy. Because he, he said he showed up the day before, yeah, right? Did. The shooter. And he said he was talking about, like, some scientific stuff. Do you remember uh, what he talked about? I, I believe that he, he was talking about uh, some quantum theory, something when it came to space and, and yeah. stuff with that regard. But from my understanding, they were talking about just general stuff that you would talk about, like in a late night setting with your best friend. You know, your best friend comes over and you just talk about mm -hmm. whatever. So that's how he had acted with them. And they were, they were just talking about whatever. And he said that he went bought Kit Kats and was sitting in his car and he was actually planning it out coming back the next day and um, just committed his travesty. And that's yeah. when he did the shooting the next day. And he, 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 he said that uh, that day the gentleman, the shooter saw this guy, right? And he's like, he just kind of like didn't, didn't go towards him. He just went into the store, something like that. Is that true? That he saw the guy and like, no, nah, I'm not going to shoot this guy. I'm gonna go inside I don't know if he, if he actually had seen the guy again. But, no? uh, yeah, he just he came back and uh, he said that he, okay. he actually had noticed when he had came back out um, that that was the kid that he spoke to the day before. The police were surrounding him at that time. Oh, okay. He told him you. to put his hands up and he, he dropped his weapon. So, so yeah, he's, he's alive. alive, right? That guy, the shooter. Yeah, uh, pretty such a you know a travesty, and it's just it's, that's what's going on in the world right now, man. We're starting to see a lot of these things. Um, we just had a we are we live in a small city here, and, and next to the border, we live in Mexico. Like Mexico is practically our neighbor, like two blocks down, you know. And just to cross the border, bro, it's like a war zone yeah. on a daily. There's shootings, there's kidnappings, there's prostitution, there's all kinds of stuff, bro. It's crazy over there. And last last week, I don't know if you heard this story, but four people in Matamoros, which is about two hours from here, three hours from here, they got kidnapped and shot at, and I think they already brought him back, but two of them didn't make it, yeah, they, or three. I was, I was watching that and intensely. I was going to actually make a video about that but there was so many little details so um yeah two two people yeah. had died and the, the other two were rescued and <clears throat> i believe one uh one was rescued was a female and the other one was a male but i, I i'm not too too sure about the other oh, two as to details regarding them it's just sad i saw actually i saw a clip today about the incident and it didn't look nice bro it looked like It looked like two of them were yeah. out. They were done. You know, they were they were pretty much, you know, killed on sight. Because over there, it's like a war zone. Like, you don't know who's who. As soon as you cross to Mexico, Nolarel, you don't know who's who. People are wearing milita military suits, and they're from the cartel. The army guys, supposedly are legit, they're wearing the same outfits. So they, you don't even know if this guy's a real guy or this guy's a real guy. And all of a sudden, you're in crossfire. 
and there's nothing you can do but not look at them. You can you have to hide and not look at what's going on because if you see them, then they're gonna be like, "Why are you looking at me doing all this?" Like now you're a uh, witness, you know. Yeah, now I they, you. they have scared me to it's go. It's crazy Mexico. out there, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, don't uh-huh. go. There's no, just if you're gonna fly, fly to Cancun, but don't go driving over there, man. It's it's just a, it's pretty scary right now. Scary times. And then there's a there's a huge influx of South Americans coming into the country, so now I'm pretty sure a lot of those people are being used as human trafficking, and you know now the cartels are grabbing these people for personnel and human resources, you know. So it's just and it's to getting out of the, control. The man, government, man. the government doesn't have safe, any type of hold on them. Their government, no. Mm-mm. I think the government's bought out. I think the government's too weak and they have so much money. The cartels are so rich, man. They're like wealthy, wealthy, wealthy. They can afford to buy your, you, you as a politician, you either do what we do or we assassinate your whole family. That's easy, man. Like they just say it like that. And like they, they come through, you know, it's like uh, the mafia back in the days in New York. I'm pretty sure you know some of those stories, right? How they were like, are you part of us or you're not? You're not. Then we got to kill you. You know? oh, man. And uh, it's it's pretty intense over there, bro. It's pretty intense. Um, it's scary, man. I used to go. I was talking to my wife about it. How we used to go like on a daily basis over there. I used to go like get food, hang out, have a couple of drinks, you know, just chill. And now it's just scary, bro. We haven't even picked up our wedding pictures, which are in a photo studio, three miles down into Mexico. Jeez. I'm like, I'm not gonna go get them, bro. I have a mental picture of that, and it's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, there's something else, man. But I, you're right. I'm not. I'm not gonna. Because I, I want to travel. But I'll be honest with you, I do want to travel. I haven't been yeah. to many places. I've been to Canada, but that doesn't count because, I, first of all, I'm in New York, and then second of all, Canada's right there. Exactly. It's so right there. <laughs> I, I want to go more places, but everything going on, like you said, with Mexico. Yeah, I got to cross Mexico off my list. No, yeah, man, no. <laughs> Maybe go to Cancun, but fly straight over there. Don't even mess with it. it beautiful, it's a it's a beautiful country, man. Like there's beautiful people in the country. It's just that the cartels have so much power, and they try to infiltrate the whole economy. You know, like from anything they can get their money from. You know, like they're gonna try to. So it's just sad, man. But I mean, I have family over there in Guadalajara, and they're doing okay, man. They're they're safe. They're in a small little pueblo, and um, they live like, uh, I, I think like a 35-minute drive from the main city. There's Guadalajara, and it's a beautiful city, bro. Really? It's starting to get yeah. also the same, like violence and drug and all that stuff. So it's just, it's just oh, man, I want to go to the motherland, but it's hard, bro. It's hard. But, man, um, to, to switch it up a, a little bit, um, you said in a video, you talked about, Ohio, you talked about the UFOs, and you talked about parallel dimensions. Give me some scoop on that, bro. What like the Ohio? What happened in Ohio was pretty intense as well. And it's it's hard that we're just talking about dark stuff right now. We're gonna lighten up a little bit, but we're gonna share some love too. But but I know that the Ohio videos got a lot of traction for you. So yo, the thing about Ohio is um, initially they had came out. Governor, Governor Mike DeWine, uh, he 
was on video drinking the tap water. That's what they said. And um, so I, I was mm -hmm. looking through news stories, publicized news stories. And uh, there was a story that had came out of Columbus, Ohio, that said that the tap water initially, the samples were garnered incorrectly. So then I said to myself, okay, well, if the, if the samples were garnered incorrectly, that means that they really don't know if the, the tap water is safe or not. Also, keep in mind that the samples that they garnered up, uh, the company that was hired was hired by the train company. So now you have two dilemmas here. Um, so also, you know, you, you could talk to people who are in East Palestine at this time. They're going through, uh, they're going through <laughs> problems. The problems that I mean is that uh, there's one guy, for example, he lost his voice. There's a whole bunch of health issues, a whole oh, bunch of health that, issues that, that are now coming out. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I want to be able to make sure that people know legitimately what's happening. Because it just seems as though that there's news story after news story that's being left out with critical details that's necessary for people to know. And I believe that's a reason why so many people also like to remain on TikTok because there's content creators who are, who are showing uh, news stories and news that's being publicized that's not being mainstream. 100%, man. And I, I, that's why I was like, the takes on Ohio, like, when I saw it happen, I had just seen a movie, like, a month ago about that situation happening. Do you know about that movie that came out on Netflix? I forgot. I yeah. think it's called White Noise. And I saw it, and I was like, dude, this is... When I saw it, like, initially, it was during the Christmas break, I was like, this is too much predictive programming, bro. Like, I don't want to watch this movie. So I, I didn't even... I, didn't, I just watched, like, half of the movie. And then when it happened, I was like, oh, fuck, I knew it. Like, damn. Like, I knew this was going to happen. Like, I... Like, I feel like when they put something out there, like a frequency, like, let me, let us, let us manifest this, you know? So if people watch it, they put it in their consciousness. I mean, I don't know. That's my theory. It might come into consciousness in reality because a lot of people are thinking the same thing. So I don't know, man. I was like, damn, this sucks that it did happen. And it's, it happened in the same town. It happened almost very similar. Like the, the government was saying there was nothing or nothing, nothing bad at first. And then. They see the, the the smoke all over the place, and then it starts to rain and all this crazy stuff. Like, man, there was a lot of uh, emulation from Hollywood. A lot of movies that just seem to be coming true. You notice that? Uh, mm -hmm. So, yeah, this is crazy stuff. We're we're living out we're living out times that are very perilous, and there's people who are aware. And then you have the people who just seem to be oblivious to it and they're living their normal lives. And so I said to myself, I know I'm not crazy. Let me go ahead and talk about it. And sure enough, lo and behold, there's plenty of people who are feeling the same way. It's just that nobody wanted to talk about it or they didn't know how to put it into words. And that's understandable, you know, that's understandable. Exactly. So I just said to myself, okay, if I don't get a response out of it, I don't get a response, but let me just see. 
and sure enough, I did, you know. So. Yeah, man, you did get a huge response from that, especially because you're, and then after that, you talk about UFOs. The whole uh, January was like, hey, we saw a UFO. Russia saw a UFO. China saw a UFO. We saw four UFOs. We knocked them down. I was like, come on, man. We can't even knock down. We can't even track them. And you guys want to knock down a UFO? Like, I don't believe that. I thought it was like all hype just to distract us from something. But I don't know what you think about that, bro. Mm. You think it's legit or not? You know, honestly, I, I, try not, I try not to get into too much of the, um, the conspiracy theories too much. I try to stay along with facts as much as I can. Um, but I did say in one of my okay. videos, I said, either the, the, the balloons are legitimate and we have to be concerned or they put the balloon up there themselves so they could ban TikTok, <laughs> you know, and now look at where we are. We have several yeah, bills like that a, are being pushed into Congress to pass to ban TikTok. And there was one senator who came out and said that they, he wanted TikTok to be banned because of the type of content that's being generated on the platform. He said there's too much information that's being spewed out of TikTok. And this was this was coming from a sitting senator. And there were plenty of people who were saying that they're wanting to ban it because people are, are talking too much. And lo and behold, again, we have someone who is saying the exact thought process that many people are already thinking. Bro, they already um, canceled restriction of, of TikTok in a university yeah. here in town. You can't go into TAMU anymore, our university, and use TikTok. It's you won't be get you won't, you won't have access to it. It's strange, man. I was like, dude, that's crazy. Like they're starting to cut it off. Like, you know, the freedom of speech, freedom of thought, freedom of like I can watch whatever they want us to watch. Whatever they want us to watch, they don't want us to watch what we want to like look for. Like you know, when I say they, I'm just talking about like policies. You know, you know all these government, you know, laws and everything that takes place. And now, when you mentioned it earlier and during your live about like they're trying to take away the, I think the HR, I forgot the name of the bill. But they're trying to take away TikTok. I was like, dude, that's crazy, man. Like, it's like, um, you know, they're, they're having too much control over, you know, what we consume and what we try to. And the know, problem is, as far yeah, as it's HR one one five three. The problem is, is that Facebook had leaked data before, right? There was a scandal with Facebook. There was no talks mm -hmm. about banning Facebook at the time, and there was so much data that was released regarding people's information. But their their reasoning for banning TikTok is because now they don't want a foreign entity to have our data. And the problem is, is that I'm quite sure they have had our data for years. You know, it's, it's, it, the, the Internet is global, you know, finding information out on people and, and taking a hold of people's information has been going on for years. And so this is just a distraction. They're trying to do something else. And I, I honestly don't believe that it's going to pass. It's going to have to push back of the Democratic Party. There's a lot of sitting Democrats, you know, that will push this back, not only because of one, there are over 100 million Americans who have TikTok, but number two, they're wanting to be reelected, right? So if you have over 100 million Americans who possess TikTok, that's a large sitting populace 
who you have to answer to that's on your voting uh, ballot the next time that you come up. Oh, yeah, that's something to think about. If I was a politician, I'd be like, oh, man, (laughs) I'm for TikTok, but I'm going to shut it down once I get elected, you know, like... (laughs) But dude, that's that's some um kind of like 1984 the book. I haven't read it all, but I've read some of it, and it's like it starts talking about how they start shutting down like your thought process and like not being able to express yourself, and it's it's crazy, man. It's starting to kind of like manifest itself, and you know, it's just pretty intense. Yeah, we just man. have pretty to be prepared. Times. I try to tell people because a lot of people say that they're scared and stuff. I said you have to remain positive at the end of the day. You know, because you have to live your life and you have to go after and do what you want. Uh, But just be aware, you know, they always used to say uh, that American citizen or even other people of other countries, they should be aware of what's going on in the world around them. You know. Exactly, bro. Like, it's like if you think about North Korea, they they're shut out from all the entire world. Like their citizens don't know exactly what's going on outside of North Korea. All they know is that their president or their God is that guy. What's his name? Um, I forgot his name. Um, Ching, Kim Jong Yoon. I don't even know how his name, bro, but that guy, right? The guy with the, 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 the ugly haircut, <laughs> that guy, he's a King. He's, I don't even know. Like they have to have his picture in every room. It has, it has to be clean. There's certain districts that don't have enough food. They don't have electricity. They don't even know, like, who's the enemy, who's, like, they don't know anything outside of North Korea. And I've heard interviews of this one lady who was there. She was on the, on the Joe Rogan podcast and she's talking about, like, the struggle is hard over there. Like, I mean, I was like, I heard that episode. And I was, man, that's, I'm, we're lucky we're living in, uh, you know, a different type of situation. But, yeah, dude, um, let's segue to something else real quickly. Oh, parallel dimensions. You you talked about that at one time. Give me. Do you have an experience of a parallel dimension, um, or you just have theories? Honestly, there? Eric, I don't know if I talked about parallel dimensions. Yeah. No. I thought I thought I heard you say it once on one of your lives, but I might have I might have been might have heard I might have, I might have heard something I wanted to hear. <laughs> I don't know. No, so maybe you didn't talk about it. I thought you talked about it, but I guess not. Okay. I'm gonna look for a video, Nico. I'm gonna put it on you. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing, bro. Like TikTok already took it away. I'm they very happy that they haven't flagged any videos of mine or anything like that. It's the it's the the live that's been the target. The first time this happened twice, by the way. Yeah. So the first time I had uh, oh, really? I had a woman that I know personally. She wanted to uh, say a word on my my live. She's a very spiritual woman. They took it down and said we were committing uh, a dangerous act. So I said, what? So then I, I said to myself, I got to be a lot more careful then with this. Wow. Uh, even when me trying to be careful, still I got dinged. Bam. Another another live stream taken down. That is crazy. For the reasons That's I had said earlier. And I'm just like, man, I'm like, you have to really be careful with them. And I don't know if it's, I also believe it's a spiritual attack because I'm a, I'm very spiritual in, in what I believe. And I just, I think that uh, there's a lot of people who are just haters too, at the end of the day. 
Yeah, so I, yeah. I really had to set some boundaries and, and guidelines of, for what I'm doing on these lives. I said to myself, if people have a negative or reckless comment, they're just going to get blocked at this point because I'm trying to uphold the health of my account. And there's too many people who I'm trying to help. You know, I've had people email me now and, and told me that I've changed their life. And that, that really got to me. That's I said, amazing, I'm bro. doing something really good here. I've had people mm -hmm. now email me and tell me that I have changed yes, their are. life. So I'm, I'm saying to myself, I have to make sure that I'm, I'm looking out for them at the end of the day. And I'm going to take whatever action that's necessary to make sure that my account is in good standing so I can be able to talk to who I need to. Oof, bro, that's that's major right there, bro. I think like when you get those type of emails and people are talking to you like that, you made an impact in their life, bro. I think that's like winning a million bucks, like because like, you know, you're doing something good in this world, you know, like it's just there's nothing that can express the happiness of that, you know, because like you don't even know these people personally and they're having like these, you know, change of hearts, change of mind, change of lives. And, and you're part of that, bro. And that's why we're doing this type of podcast right here, because I know there's people out there. They're going to be like, Hey, I want to listen more about what Nico's talking about. I want to visit his page. I want to listen to what he's talking about. And, and right here, you're just getting like a glimpse of Nico's thoughts but when you go into his channel, man, you're just going to go like, wow, his lives are very interesting. He's always talking about like things that are happening to him at the, at the very moment or chiming into what people are talking about. And I love that you're able to express yourself very clearly. And, you know, your your thought process is very. Now, that's the thing about my lives. I try to interact and, with uh, the comments and what people are saying. Mm -hmm. There's so many lives that you go into on TikTok and they don't even look at the comments at all. They don't interact with the people. They just continue to do what they do. And I want people to go in there in the live and feel like, you know, you're having an open dialogue with me. You're talking to me one on one as opposed to you just looking at some guy and looking at what he's doing. You know, I want them to feel welcome at the end of the day. So that's what my lives are all about. And uh, that's what my videos are about there. To be honest with you, the most successful videos that I had posted on that platform, uh, God was talking to me and, and placed it on my heart to talk about those issues. And they didn't go away. And I said to myself, I got to talk, talk about it with almost uh, uh, an immediacy. And lo and behold, <laughs> those are my favorite words, right? Lo and behold, um, they did well. And I lo said to behold. myself, man, this is uh this is a blessing at the end of the day. And I'm glad I'm, a, I'm able to help people because that's what's most needed. This world is, uh, it can be dark at times. And uh, we have to be the light. We have to be the light. Very dark, man. Exactly. Exactly. And I would say those words back in the days when I was starting to, to like go into my uh, spiritual awakening. I was like, be the light, be the light. And I didn't know how. I didn't know how. I was just like, let me just act like the way I am, you know, behave like the way I make decisions, like be a leader by example, not really by telling anybody anything. But I feel like I now need to express and enhance this wave of energy that 
we all have, man. That's why, like, I'm like, okay, let me join forces with all these people and make this this wave a lot more, you know, extreme and reach, you know, further and further down any little part of the world. I like in the in the anchor website, you can check out who listens to your podcast and stuff. And there's people from Canada, like all parts from the states, India. You know, like you're like, wow, dude, like my podcast is being listened to thousands, thousands of miles away. So like the frequency gets, you know, a lot more stronger when you have people like you, like the people that I've got before. I th- had this guy who his name is Sabo Shen. He's a uh, he's a uh, he used to work in uh, what's his name? What's the name of this? Uh, Silicon Valley, Silicon Valley, not Silicon, Silicon Valley. He I think he exited six different companies millions of dollars he's like man i just wanted to get away from that lifestyle and connect with like myself you know with god you know just be be a good source of energy for my kids and you know teach others like that there's a way out of this and be the light so like when you say that man it resonates so much bro because a lot of us want to share that light but we don't know how you know but we start we start figuring out like okay I already figured this information. Now I gotta, I mean, now I have to share it for sure. Like I can't just like use it for myself. I gotta share it with other people and make sure that even if they don't capture every single download from that information at that point, but if they're able to subconsciously record that information and like at a later time use it, that's what it's all about. Like nobody's gonna use it at the same time. But if we're all starting to like voice out these concerns and make awareness of other things that are going on we can connect the dots and later on be like, all right, I know how to get to that point, to the next point and become the best version of myself. Bro, so it's, there's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, love you're sharing out there, bro. The logo that we have for Infinite Talks Podcast, I have a, a homie of mine. He's a, he's a sketch artist. He actually goes by the name of Sketch 83. Shout out to Sketch 83. He, I sent him a, one time, I was like, dude, I need a logo. Actually, he told me. He, I didn't tell him. He's like, Eric, you need a logo. I was like, all right. I was like, let me. I'm going to be creative, bro. I don't want just like a regular logo. I told him, look, I'm going to record this word, this phrase, and you're going to make a logo from that frequency. And I said, so I recorded the word love. And then I sent it to him like on a text, the frequency. He's like, all right, just give me. You see that frequency, bro? Make me a logo. So if you go to my, my TikTok and... I should have more merch, but <laughs> I don't have that yet, yet. But if you look at my logo, it says it has the E and then it has the frequency around it, and that's love. So my motto is just love. You know, like I think you, if you just love anywhere you go, you create this wave of energy that is positive. You're able to connect with people that you might have not had that open space for them, you know, and then you're able to connect with people from all walks of life. And... When you have that humbleness in your heart and that love frequency, you think you, I think you can connect with anybody. Miles and miles and miles of ways. You can even connect with criminals, you know, people who are this grimy, you know, but then they feel like love and like, dude, there's actually love out there, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just amazing. So that's why I wanted to bring you on, brother. And I was like, Way to enhance this wave by bringing in Mr. Nico yeah, I'm, Mitchell. I'm, I'm happy that you brought me on. and uh, We do need to have the love. That's what I try to do as well, you know, show people love. And um, there's still a lot of people, they don't get that. 
they, they feel like they don't get loved. And like I said, there's, there's loneliness and, and, uh, they want to have an outlet that they can connect to. So I absolutely agree with you. Spread the love, spread the joy, spread the positivity, and it comes right back. A hundred percent, bro. And it's, it comes in when you least expect it. Sometimes you're like, wow, man, this came out of nowhere. And, uh, I was just, right now, my son and I went to the park real quick. I was like, all right, son, we're going to go to the park. It's going to be 45 minutes, but we're going to come back right now. I was like, I'm going to talk to Nico. I was like, you know who Nico is? Like, yeah, dad, he knows who you are already. I was like, yeah, dude, I, I know who he is, dad. Like, all right, cool. He's kind of he's kind of excited. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, he knows about you. So I was like, we came back. He's like, he, kinda, he didn't want to leave, but like, he knew already. Like, all right, dad, I know you're doing something good. You're doing something good. So he was going up for it. I no, like, I don't. Yeah, no, man. Sure. Um, you have any kids? Okay, that's good. I do. Not yet. No, man, but there you go. There you go, bro. And um, also, I want to ask you one more question before we wrap it up. Um, as far as uh, I know you're into, you know, Christianity, you have a Christian faith, right? And are you doing any, like, something fasting for the um, 40 days, something you're giving up? Honestly, I really haven't given anything up, but I am trying to do interval fasting. So today, right now, so I haven't eaten anything oh, okay. uh, since yesterday. So I'm going I'm to try to do this for the next two days and then, you know, eat. And then at some other point, I'll have another interval to fast for maybe two or three days. So I'm going to try to do that. That's beautiful, man. That's hard. I've done twenty-four hour fast, and it's hard. Yeah, you know, so I, I have like a, two or three days. A woman right? that I talked to through TikTok, and she says she's been fasting for six days. She's on her day of fasting, and I'm like, you know, at some point you're gonna have to eat wow. something. You know, don't starve your body too much. <laughs> there was a guy yeah, I believe man. he was a priest, and he thought he was able to emulate what Jesus did by fasting for forty days. But unfortunately, he passed away. It's, uh, it's sad, you know, but yeah, you got to eat at some point. Yeah, man. Something, uh, at least something that's maybe, it might not be like the most nutritious food or like not the most, uh, you know, like something with a lot of flavor. Maybe you just got to eat something that's like basic, you know, like maybe like just rice and, and uh, beans, you know, rice and fish something very simple or rice and veggies, something like that just to keep you up going for like another two or three days. My, my friend and my brother, I mean, actually my brother, he does a lot of that. Like he, he, well, I don't think he's done it in a while, but back in the days he would do like six days, five days, three days. I did 24 hours, bro. I was like, oh, no, man, that's it. I'm going to go eat. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, um, um, Anything you want to talk about before know, we wrap it up, man? Where they can find me at, you can find me at uh, Nico of New York, which is my username. But if you search up my name, I'll pop up, Nico Mitchell. Um, and go follow my Instagram because I'm trying to use that as a backup platform from TikTok. So it's you can search me at the same name. Okay. I come up as Nico D. Mitchell. Or you can search me up as Nico of New York. And I'll pop right up and give me a follow. I would appreciate it. And it's really a blessing to be able to have people along this journey with me. 
Thank you so much, Nico. We have one more thing for you to, to do for us. You've been an amazing guest. But I have this slogan that we use for the Infinite Talks podcast. It was coined by my cousin in, in the Valley. We say, we are not a brand. We are a frequency. If you can say that for us. We are nice. not a brand. We Cherry, are talking. a frequency. Beautiful. Woo. Give it up for Mr. Nico D. Mitchell. Been a beautiful, beautiful, bro. I, I was like, I need to ask Nico to do that for me. <laughs> I owe you big time, brother. I owe you big time. That's amazing, bro. It's uh that hour went out went ran pretty quickly. I think it's already an hour and eight minutes. It's a good number. And uh, it's like we, the reason we call it Infinite Talks, and I say we because I, I feel like like the fan base and the family and like the guest, because I can talk for days, bro. Like if I was sitting with you, I probably would like not shut up. <laughs> so it's called Infinite Talks, you know, and the the main the main uh, message is, uh, you know, sharing love out there, bro. Just sharing love and peace and sharing good, good, positive vibes and good information, good stories. And I, I, I'm going to bring you on on a future episode because I know your story is just beginning. Um, you're getting so much traction in TikTok and just in all these platforms that are going to start evolving for you. So I'm so thankful to have you on today. I'm very uh, grateful that you. I ran into your TikTok a few months ago, and now we're actually talking in person or virtually. And maybe one of these days we can actually sit down in an actual studio. I'm going to manifest that as well. And you can come down to Texas, or I can go down to New York, or up to New York, or we can meet. Uh, we can meet somewhere in the middle ground in Kansas or something, like that. <laughs> and um, just have a quick, you know, interview. I'd be down, and uh, it'll be amazing, brother. It'll be amazing. But thank you, yeah. But thank you so much, brother. I know you're gonna go do more things. So guys, go check out Mr. Nico D. Mitchell, Nico of New York, and. Um, great great voice great voice bro like man this guy has a good voice i like people with good voices you have a good voice bro i was like i thought i had good voice like nah nico you sound like morgan freeman you sound like luther vandross you sound like um barry white and then i also got now they're just throwing out names i had someone say ben diesel then i had Oh, like, dude, you do, you do, bro, <laughs> bro, bro, dude, for real, you do sound like Vin Diesel. I didn't think about that until you said that right now. Like I can picture Vin Diesel's face and voice. Like, all right, we're going down to the racetrack, you know, like something like that or <laughs> something. I don't even know what he says, but I, I did uh, watch Fast and Furious a few months ago, a couple of months ago during the break. And you know what's funny, dude? One of my my favorite impressions of mine is doing the 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 Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I do the Morgan Freeman. <laughs> it's not as good as yours, <laughs> but this is before I even knew about you, bro. So like, I was throwing that out. I would do it all the time, like messing around with my friends. I, I would actually, um, yeah. You know how on yeah. Snapchat you can do a filter? So I put in uh, Morgan Freeman's face, and then I would be like. I'm Morgan Freeman, you know, something like that. And like, I would just say like something stupid. And then people would like laugh, my cousins. 
And I was like, and now it actually came into some somebody who sounds like Morgan Freeman, like legitly. Oh, Not hundred percent. Actually, you have a better voice than Morgan Thanks. Freeman, bro. To be honest, you do, bro. Hey, real quick question: When did your voice change, bro? Come on, man. You were like yeah. thirteen, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> like, yeah. When I was about thirteen, fourteen years old, my voice changed, and I sounded like this. Uh, that was dude, and and how did how, this? Is there somebody in your household or somebody that you know that has a deep voice? It just voice came out naturally. Or it just I was raised naturally? by my mother and my grandmother. My father around. Um, you know, I, I talked wow. to him here and there, but I haven't talked in a while. Um, so, yeah, yeah. There, there's no one in my family who has a, a voice like mine. So I was trying to figure that out. I looked at my father's side. I looked at my mother's side, and there was no one. So I just said, well, God just blessed me. God's voice, bro. I have I have like a a list of top podcasters and voices, right? And for a while, I thought Joe Rogan was pretty good. I was like, nah, Joe Rogan is not the best. But then I have a uh, top three. Like this, these top three is like it's got to be Nico for sure. Like once you get into the podcasting game, you're gonna be one of the top with a good voice, and then you have the interviewing skills. And then we have uh, Jumpers Jump. I don't know if you ever watched that episode. I mean, that podcast, Jumpers Jump podcast. There's this cat. He's a young guy, like 22, 23. His name is uh, Carlos Juco. He's a Filipino. But, man, his voice is amazing. I was like, dude, these guys have amazing voices. I thought Joe Rogan was the best. Nah. The you new guys. school. The new school. Yeah, and I, I was looking Leaders at, of the new at Joe Rogan's uh, stuff, and I was like, man, I want to, that's what I, I kind of want to get into, you know, because I like the interviews, and I just want to be able to bring the interviews mm -hmm. to people, but also bring in uh, the newsworthy stuff. You know, I went to, I went to three different uh, schools. I went to two universities and one college, and I, I was pursuing broadcast journalism, and um you know, I had to, I actually had to drop out because I had ran into a lot of financial problems. I was in my last year, my last year before I was able to graduate. And um, I said to myself, I think God just wants me to do it a different way. So I'm going to go ahead and do it the way that God wants me to. Hmm. And that's that's the best map, bro. You just follow God's plan. You cannot go wrong, bro. And if you felt you felt it in your heart that that was what you needed to do, and that's where God's guiding you, and man, God has blessed you, my brother. Like, damn, you're so blessed. Like, it's amazing your story. I'm like, I can't even believe I'm talking to you, bro. Like, you're like to me, you're like a superstar, bro. To be honest, like this guy, like he, yeah, man. I'm like, you're, you're heading, you're heading to places, bro. Like a lot of people had on today, like in this past few months, they've, everybody's been a rock star, man. I'm just like. So honored to have all these guests that are uh, different walks of life, spreading positivity in their own way. And I'm like, man, this this is just another episode where we get to shine on that, you know, and and just be that frequency that spreads, man. That's those waves that are just going all over the, the world and the universe. And people are, they're catching it when they have to catch it. Like, it just, oh, that feels good. I heard that. So... Your way I know, and then I was, all you these know, countries. I got all these messages <laughs> from people from all these different countries. Now I made friends with people in the UK. This couple in the UK I talk to regularly almost. 
And I'm like, wow, you know, it's amazing. You get to connect with people now from all over the world. <laughs> Nico of New York is going to be Nico of the world. Yeah, I love, <laughs> that's the thing. I love, uh, I love the city. Uh, uh, I, oops, I love the city. Uh, being in the city is, is nothing comparable to anywhere else, really. Have you been to New York City before? I've been to that once. Uh, 2016. 2017. Did you like? Was it 2017. You loved it? Yeah. I loved it, bro. I, my my dream as a kid, because I'm a hip-hop head, so I would always see New York and all the hip-hop videos. Like, oh, man, I, one of these days I want to go to New York. I want to go to New York. And I was, I was born in Chicago, so I kind of knew, like, the city, how they, like, cities look, like, very... You know, all the buildings and the people, like different like ethnicities and all that stuff. I already had that, but I've never been to New York. So I lived in Chicago until I was six, and then we moved to Laredo, and, like, we have, like, very few buildings here. Like, there's no really city life type of vibe, but I was like, one of these days I'm going to New York. My brother actually lived there for a year or two, maybe, like, three years. And he lived in Jersey City, and he had, like, the most beautiful apartment. You can see the Statue of Liberty right off his apartment yeah. right there off of what's it called the hudson river yeah and i was like bro you made it bro you made it to new york city like i was so happy that for him and he the i went to go visit him in 2017 i took my kids you know my wife we stayed with him we were we was there we was there for like a whole week it was during the summer it was hot i was like i thought laredo was hot bro the new york was hot but it's, it's I want to go back, man. And my kids, I think my daughter's like, I want to go back, Dad. Like, All right, one of these days we'll go back, for sure. Take a whole, you know, because I think we're it's a large city, man. You can't do a lot of the stuff that you yeah, want that's to do. true. It's like in and yeah, out. Yeah, keep stuff, going you know? back. There's always something new. So, mm -hmm. we had yeah. the Joe's Pizza, I think it was. There yeah, by, Joe's uh, Pizza, is Little Italy, I think. Or uh, like Bleecker Street Pizza at Manhattan's yeah. good too. I'm gonna check them out. Yeah, and then I was I was uh, hyping the hot dogs so much. I was in in Times Square, and I go to this dude like, "Hey man, I want to try the hot dogs. I want to try hot dogs." <laughs> and then he gives he's like, "This guy was like so unimpressed by the hot dog. He's like, you want to talk, you want catch up on it?" Like, right, yeah. And he was a different ethnicity. I don't even know what he was, but he's like, "Want to catch up? Want mustard?" I was like, "No, just mustard." And I tried it, and I was like, man, this is too much hype. I didn't like it. You know, I was like, damn. I, I probably tried, like, the wrong hot dog or something. I need to go somewhere else, more legit. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe Nico you, can give me a, a recommendation next time I go. <laughs> yeah, brother. But, hey, bro, I don't want to keep you too much, man, because I, I can talk for days, like I told you. But, uh, yeah, thank you for staying for a little bit longer, man, really going into, like, different details of, 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 like, the voices and, like, the where it came from. That's amazing, bro, to have that on the interview. But, yeah, man, thank you so much for being part of the Frequency. Remember, guys, Absolutely. we are not a We're brand. A <laughs> We're a Frequency. There you go. 